Hi. Did you know that everyone's a critic on Patreon now? There are a variety of different things that you can get with this, but if you subscribe from as little as £1 a month, you can get access to episodes a week early before anyone else does. You can get patron shoutouts, you can get ad-free episodes, and you can even get video podcasts if you'd like, if that's something you're interested in. To subscribe, all you got to do is go to patreon.com forward slash Cove and check out the tiers, see if there's anything that interests you, and if you do subscribe, you'll be doing me a huge favour. One subscriber, Deb Green, thank you very much for your subscription. Deb described at £10 a month and she gets a Patreon shout out. So she also gets access to episodes a week early, so she's already probably heard this episode. And she also gets ad-free access to these episodes. So, you know, huge benefits from this. So if you want to subscribe, patreon.com forward slash Yanis Cove. Thank you. Welcome to Everyone's a Critic, a show where a guest picks a movie rated below 40% on Rotten Tomatoes and tells us why critics got it wrong. I'm your host, Yanis Cove, a formerly pretentious film school student who 10 years later sees the error of his ways. My guest today is a filmmaker and Twitter icon, Kat Norton. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. Your first podcast! I know, I'm, I'm nervous, but... Don't be Let's nervous. See how it goes. <laughs> There's plenty of people that've been on here that it's been their first podcast, so you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> what have you been up to lately? Uh, not too much. I just finished uni a couple of weeks ago, so now I'm sort of like in that limbo stage of, you know, nothing's really going on, but I feel like everything's going on and yeah. I'm stressed, but I'm not stressed, so it's just, you know how it is. Yeah, and you're also you're. Well, you're a filmmaker as well, aren't you? So yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my um, a video essay I made was um, it's in a film festival this week, so Amazing. I've got that going on. Yeah. Nice. So, uh, is that something that everyone can watch, or is it something that? Um... Yeah, it's gonna be on Movie Notebook. Um, it's coming on some point this week, and then it'll just be there cool. for all time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and also, so what are you hoping to do, like after, like now you're finished? Um, I mean, I've got a lot of editing jobs like coming up at the moment, but I kind of want to go more into screenwriting. But I'm happy enough to do the editing. I like the editing. I'll just you can do both always. Yeah, yeah. So those are two things I'm focusing on. They're two very different things as well, though, aren't they? So like, there's... yeah. Because I remember, I remember like. <laughs> Well, when I was at uni, I wanted to st- initially I wanted to be a director, and then mm-hmm. while I was there, I was like, "Oh no, I love screenwriting so much more." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I got I got like sick of directing, and I remember yeah. like having to teach myself to edit at the time as well, mm-hmm. and kind of enjoying it a little bit. Yeah, no, I think I always thought editing would be the worst, and I was like, "Oh, I'd never want to do that." And then I was just like, I found it really easy, and I was like, "Yeah, maybe, maybe I could do this." <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit tedious, but at the same time, like, it's quite fun to, because, like, the, uh, the story's kind of in your hands as well. Yeah, you can do what you want, and it's nice <laughs> when you get like a good flow, and you're like, "Oh, this is just so perfectly strung together." Mm it kind of leads us into this movie itself which is just <laughs> uh it's got some editing problems i guess <laughs> i think it's got a lot more than editing problems but... 
but you you really really wanted to do this film manos the hands of fate is manos yeah. is that how you pronounce it manos, i don't manos, manos. Yeah. it's it's widely considered the worst one of the worst movies of all time which i think is ridiculous <laughs> i i love this movie so much there's like obviously there's like bad parts about it like there's so many bad parts but there's so many good parts that i mm. feel like get overlooked especially because it was like on mystery science theater which obviously yeah. gate made it like popular again and they were yeah. just shitting on it and i was like well you know what what about the car like there are good characters there's <laughs> There's the link between the opening and the end, you know. Mm. I just, oh, I I love this movie so much. Well, let let's start with the reviews. So it's okay, zero percent. <laughs> the yes. first zero percent to feature on here, mm-hmm. um, but it only has fifteen reviews. Right. Okay. So that's not a lot. Mm-hmm. Um. But then it has an audience score of 20% with 5,000 reviews. It's too low. (laughs) 20% is still higher than some of the movies that it's recommending on here, though. (laughs) That's good. So, you know, people still do... There are people that enjoy it, other than you. Um, That's good. (laughs) But it was made in the... It was made in 1966, or it came out in 1966, Mm -hmm. and... um, made on a budget of like under 20 grand or something yeah it was like it was a bet between the director it was a bet and, and the, do you know the screenwriter sterling syphilent i think no. that's how you pronounce it i think he did, i think he wrote the towering inferno he did something that was oh. kind of big but they like made a bet like sterling said you can't make a film for under 20 grand and he was like yeah i can and he <laughs> did it literally 19 grand he made it for, so <laughs> yeah. just about did it mm-hmm. um but can it be called a film <laughs> um, we'll absolutely s- we, <laughs> we see. um so it's an hour and change like an hour and 14 it says but i don't think yeah. it even scratch like quite makes that um but <laughs> it's uh, it has so the plot bait like the basic synopsis is this family get are trying to go to a, a hotel. They get lost, uh, and they they wind up at this like creepy house, <laughs> and it turns out that it's like run by, or it's like there's like polygamous uh, cultists there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That are making like sacrifices. <laughs> They and love that, women and they hate men. Yeah, basically. Yeah, and that's that, and it's run by the the master, <laughs> <laughs> and the master is like um likes to sacrifice this manos, which is I think it means just means God, doesn't it? It means hands. Oh, it's called hands, the hands of fate, like translated. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> hands, the hands of fate. Perfect. I mean. That it does. There are a lot of hands in this movie, so yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of references to hands, and even the master's jacket or like robe yeah, has a hand, big hand big on hands. it. Yeah. Um, and then there's, yeah, there's all the stuff with the like the giant stick with the hand on it. Uh, mm. It's lots of hands, but they don't really explain why. 
no, There's they so don't explain hands. anything about. Nothing is explained in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> There's no time. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then there's like this weird. So this fact, there's the family, there's the master, and then there's Torgo. Torgo, my favorite. Torgo is the best character in this movie. Yeah, he really is. <laughs> he is the master's assistant who like mm-hmm. takes care while the master is asleep. I don't know what are they doing. Like, are they asleep or like what? Are, what's going on? I don't know. Maybe he's resting. You know, he's he's the master. He's got stuff to stuff to do. He mm. needs his rest. His beauty sleep. <laughs> they kind of just like stay <laughs> they, they they lie in in the desert uh, <laughs> by some rocks <laughs> and the, the women the, the women surround like this 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 like pole mm-hmm. they like and then the master lies down <laughs> what's comfy it yeah <laughs> <laughs> and while that's going on torgo looks after the house <laughs> and and then the but also we need to get to the fact that this is all redubbed. Oh yeah, completely. And they when they were shooting it, the camera only recorded like thirty two seconds yeah. of footage. So it's very keep... noticeable. Yeah, yeah, I guess you could say that. <laughs> I mean there's cuts in the middle of people talking. That... <laughs> yeah. I'm like I think it was something at the premiere. Um, the like the daughter Debbie, I think her name was in it, or oh, that's mm. her real name. Um, she was crying because like some woman dubbed over her voice, and she <laughs> thought it was gonna be her or whatever. It's it's very sad. Like, but then she did come back later for the sequel. Yeah, yeah. She she's like so. That's like her pride and joy. Is she did the sequel, the prequel? I think the, she's a prequel. The re- yeah, there was a prequel. I, I haven't seen either. I haven't seen either, but I need to watch them. I don't even know time. where to find them, to be honest. But I saw, yeah, a, no. I saw a clip of the, the the sequel, like the trailers for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can't find it anywhere either, and I'm so. Oh, you can't even find it. That. I didn't even try and find it. I'm, I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> it was last night while I was doing some research on this, and I was like, "Oh, I found, I found the trailer for the sequel at least." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, which I was not aware of before watching this. Mm-hmm. Um. I think it's fascinating that they all like three of them came back, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the only two that didn't come back were the ones that are, that have died since then. Yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, which is the director, mm-hmm. also the who's also the father in this movie, and then Torgo, who like sadly killed himself like before this came out even. I think. Yeah, before the premiere. Yeah. Uh, and he he had some issues. Where he was like on, well, he was like supposedly like wildly depressed, but he was also like heavily on LSD throughout this movie. Yeah. And it's very noticeable. (laughs) There was stuff about like, I think it was debunked, but there was like this big thing about, you know, his like legs that he wears. Yeah. Um, Apparently they put them on backwards and it caused him all this pain. And they're like, and that's what drove him to suicide. Mm. But apparently that like wasn't true. It yeah, was I saw like... that. I, I saw them say it's like it's not true at all. He like he made them himself. He was fine. He was just like <laughs> yeah. And also he only wore them for like a couple third, days. Yeah, a couple of days. So it was like not enough time to get addicted to painkillers or anything. <laughs> um, but he's supposed to be like half man, half goat or something, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which isn't entirely clear. No, <laughs> it, it just looks just like, like he's like got a weird guy legs. With big legs. <laughs> 
he's like so strange in this movie. It's it's, it's bizarre. It's so creepy. It's, it's so like, creepy. But it's so good at the same time. It like, is. I love his character. He makes it. Yeah. I, well, at the same time, I love his character. I hate. I hate it because it so it makes me so uncomfortable. But like, I guess that's what they're trying to do. I hope that's what they're trying to do. Unless he was just like a like just a real <laughs> creepy guy. <laughs> like, do you know like how much do you know about? I guess you know a lot about this, like go all the backstory and everything. Then behind yeah. it. I mean, um, that's what I think I love about it, is, like, all the backstory, you know? What can you tell us about it, then? I don't, I don't know. I feel like now I've given up all my knowledge. Of, um, <laughs> let me think. Oh, now I've gone blank, I can't think. <laughs> so, alright. Let's see. Like, so... Yeah, they say he was on LSD throughout the whole of filming. Which is, yeah, explains yeah, yeah. his like weird, confused behavior and twitching throughout all of his scenes. Yeah, it says. Yeah. Um, oh, also, one other thing that's that's very funny is that <laughs> the only cast members who were paid were the little girl and the dog. Yeah, who got like? But it says only one of the dogs are paid, not both of them. Oh, were there two dogs? <laughs> oh yeah, because of course yeah, there were two dogs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just the Doberman. Yeah, just got a the bag Doberman. Of dog, the, do, the Doberman got a bag of dog food and the little girl got a bicycle. Yeah. But they, the others were like promised like profits and whatever, which, <sighs> I mean, you, you read the script, you know that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> Is there an actual script to it then? Um, so, yeah. So it wasn't just like an improvised thing? I think some of it was probably improvised, but you mm. can find a script. <laughs> So, wait, so it's not just like someone's typed it up again or anything, it's just like an actual old script of it? I think so, yeah. Oh, amazing. I, I can't wanna... say for sure, but I think so. I want to go look that up after. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it got basically like, was it, were people aware of it until Mystery Science Theatre? Or had it? Or was it like something that I they found? I think that it pretty much died out and then they just brought it to light because it showed... I think it showed like two nights in a theater, like when it premiered, and then they yeah. did it. Those like, um, like drive-in, like mm. midnight movie stuff, but it wasn't really enjoyed. Yeah. So to say, but once Mystery Science Theater got it, it just went huge, and I think it's their highest rated episode. It's one that I've definitely seen. Yeah, and they apparently they reference that specific episode in loads of their other episodes as well. Like just, uh, it was a that makes cutting. sense. I've I've not seen like too many of the of, of the show like too many episodes of the show but I've definitely seen that one and, I, and I've seen like the movie and yeah uh I don't know this one like this one definitely stands out though because mm-hmm. um, <laughs> it's so wild it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah he only did I'm reading now he only did two takes of each shot which <laughs> you can tell <laughs> but I love that it's it's anti cinema as they say. Well, I guess is that is that what you love about it—the fact that it's just like so anti everything that should be that should I just, work. I just enjoy that they just made it. They were just like, "Let's do this. Let's yeah. do it on a bed." It's not. I'm like, I, I mean, I know it's not great. I know, I know that it's not actually like a five star movie, but I, <laughs> in my heart, it is, and it could be. You gave this five stars on Letterboxd. I saw that. Yeah, I love Anna Hart. That's how much I love it. 
<laughs> I don't even know what the heart does on there. I think it just means like you really fucking love it, you know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, and then I saw uh, uh, there's only like two reviews on there. It's you and uh, Mark. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, like, I think I forced him to watch that a couple times. Who <laughs> uh, gave it three and a half stars? Marcus, um, Mark used to live with Cat. I don't know if you still live together now. No, we just moved you out just, of our yeah. flat. Yeah. Sad, but yeah, yeah, it's it's a. I mean, three and a half is a fair score, I'd say. <laughs> I, I it's so even specific. Raise it. <laughs> I, I don't know how to rate it. That's the thing. It's like, where do I even put this put it? yeah. yeah it's one of those movies it's, it's like i wouldn't give it three and a half i wouldn't <laughs> I, I don't i i can't give it nothing i can't give it three and i can't give it five i don't know where to put it <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those movies it really it i really think is. a five is well deserved it needs some more love you know mm. let's get it into like letterbox top movies well you are, you're only one of a handful of people who gave it five stars <laughs> And mine's, like, not ironically. Mine's, like, genuinely... <laughs> I fucking love this movie. Um, so, it's... Oh, it's filmed in El Paso. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, feel, it feels very California to me, though. Yeah, I get I the, those it, sort of deserts. Yeah. There's something about it. It's just, like, the California, like, 60s vibe. It gives mm-hmm. it, it gives off to me. Um, yeah. <laughs> Two and a half months to shoot it as well. How did it take two and a half months to shoot this? Because they had to keep like re putting the film in, probably. <laughs> they only got two shots a day. Because <laughs> it's like, yeah, literally like every shot lingers as well. Yeah. It's thirty seconds each shot. <laughs> like they use they use the thirty two seconds. They use their time. Yeah. There's no like. It doesn't feel like he's edited anything. He just put the <laughs> scenes put together. Because <laughs> also I read that they edited it in like three to four hours. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't even know that. But I feel like a lot of it, like when they were shooting it, they're probably like, oh, we'll fix that in the edit. Well, he Do did you know say that. I mean? Yeah. He yeah. said like when they were filming like the two two shots and it didn't work, he's like, we'll fix it with movie magic. <laughs> That's such a me thing to say, like on set. <laughs> Have you ever you had said that then? Oh, yeah, all the time. I'm like, oh, I'll fix that in the edit. And then I get there and I'm like, oh, why did I do this to myself? <laughs> um, so is this based on anything itself or is it just kind of his own idea? Do you I th- know? I think it's just his own idea, like, as far as I know. Mm. Um, just because, like, he had to make something, you know, mm. under 20 grand. It's It's a pretty simple story, I guess. Oh, it's a very simple story. Like, <laughs> but it does have like a nice like full so full circle to it. Yeah, that's what I, I love about it. When which, is, I, like, which I was like, oh yeah, this is quite good actually. Yeah, like it, it definitely has potential. It's like they remade it. Like yeah. if they did it proper, they're like, okay, but we're gonna keep this the Torgo and Michael thing at the beginning and end. Yeah. I, I think it, yeah, that. that's the thing. It does have a lot of potential there mm-hmm. to be a good movie. Yeah, yeah. It's just made by someone who can't make movies. <laughs> oh, well. With starring people who can't act. <laughs> well, Torgo was a good actor. And The Master was good, I'd say. Like, he was enjoyable to watch. Yeah. 
I yeah, I'd say the master and Torgo are probably the two best in it. But at yeah. this, but it's also like how I do wonder if it would have been better if we could hear them original, like the original voices. True. That's I wonder true. if that gives it a disadvantage as well. Yeah, because it's quite distracting as well. It's very distracting. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't line up with their mouths or anything. Like ever. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> There's points where people will be talking and no one's saying anything. <laughs> oh, that's true. Um. But yeah. Okay. So, how many times have you seen this then? Oh, I don't know. I've seen it. The first time I saw it, I think I was like twelve or thirteen. Well, I watched it like loads of times. Like when it first, when I first saw it. I was like, oh, i got to watch this again. How did you discover it? So me and my stepdad used to love watching those, like, bad TV movies, like, just Mm. when they came on. And then one day he decided, okay, I'm going to find all the so bad they're good ones and we're going to watch them all. And that was the first one that we found because I think it was, at the time, like, number one on the IMDb top or bottom 250. Yeah. So we Which watched I don't think that. they have anymore. Oh, do they not? I don't see it. It's but it's got a one point eight rating there, and it's not on. It doesn't seem to be ever be on a list or anything. So I don't think. I think they got rid of that. Damn, that's sad. Mm. Um, so we watched that, and we were like obsessed, especially just because of that ending. We we're like, oh my god, this is the best movie ever. <laughs> what and a way then, to start as well. I know, and then we watched like two or three more, and we were like, "Yeah, these are just bad." Mm. And then we just kept rewatching Manos, <laughs> and now, like, I try to tell everyone, "You got to see this movie. It's so yeah. good. It's definitely <laughs> everyone needs to see this movie. It's it's fun. so it's so like, fun to watch. Definitely watch it with people if you can as well yeah. for a bit more of a fun experience. Mm. I think if you could see this at the cinema with other people, this would be <gasps> so fun. I would love that. That you know, um, apparently I don't know if this is true. Apparently, Quentin Tarantino has the original, like reels of it. It's not true. It's not true. I oh looked. My God. Well, I looked it up. I was reading about him, and like apparently, he said that not only is that not true, but he's never seen it. <gasps> no, that hurts. Me. I know. That pains me. I know. I'm like, oh, someone, someone big seen it. And then, because he's got that, like, theatre in LA as well, it's like, maybe mm. he would show it there. You would think God. so, wouldn't you? But in t- But basically, like, what happened in 2011, someone found, like, the original, uh, where was it? It says, I saw it somewhere here. Uh, let me just find, there's so much trivia on this. In 2011, Benjamin Solovey found the work print made from the original 16mm reverse stock uh, and it was in pristine condition so he digitally released he digitally restored it and released it on DVD yeah. and Blu-ray which is why it looks so good now yeah I've got the DVD of it you've got the DVD? <laughs> yeah I do <laughs> I watched it on YouTube in 1080p and I was like how is this 1080p? <laughs> yeah the YouTube version is pretty bad but I think they put it on a new version on youtube recently no that's, that's what i mean like... i watched it in 1080p and it was really pristine oh i thought you were saying like it was bad yeah no no it looked really good and i was like how is this like how does this look so good because <laughs> <laughs> it looks great and it, it but it also looks awful <laughs> so, yeah um but i love it i love the sort of like i don't know it's sort of like nostalgic in the shots you know mm. good vibes so did you see the so when you 
when you first saw it, did you see the like the bad quality version? I'm imagining. Yeah, the, yeah. the crunkly, terrible, hard to watch. Because it like because there was a lot of like shots that would just have like a like a brown like a brown like a filter almost over it, and I was like, mm. but I still loved it. Like yeah. And then I remember when they were doing the crowd funding for the the remaster oh they did crowdfunding yeah 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 and i remember in belfast seeing people um like wearing shirts that said like save torgo the remaster <laughs> or something i was like this is so cool because who's a fu- i didn't think i'd ever see anyone like wearing that shit no so i was like obsessed yeah especially like yeah, like you maybe you'd expect it in in like central London or something, but like yeah, to, to have it in Belfast. Belfast? Yeah, <laughs> so random. I didn't know Belfast was like the the hub of bad movies. <laughs> just me and this these other people who just love Manos. <laughs> Did you talk to them? No, they're on a bike. Oh, uh... I know. I wish I could have, and I was like what, like 13, 14, oh, when okay. they were doing that, and I was, like, too scared to talk to people <laughs> as well. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm looking up... Uh, it says how much it costs for them to see it, and it costs... Uh, basically, like, children pay 35 cents to go see um, it, and ad- adults paid $1.25. I wish we had those cinema prices. I know. <laughs> but back then, that's probably quite expensive. That's true, yeah. In the six, so 66, that would have been, I don't even know what that would have been. Yeah, like $20 million or something. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, what, that's how much it's inflated now. <laughs> um, working titles for this are weird. The Lodge. That makes sense. The Lodge makes sense. And then there's Sins. Uh, literally, it's called Sins or Fingers of Fate. I really just wanted those hands and fingers on it. Fingers of fate is <laughs> a little bit more creepy. sinister. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so let, so yeah, yeah, you saw it for the first time, and uh, when you were like a, a twelve, thirteen, or whatever, mm-hmm. like or 11, like around that age, uh, yeah. and then many, many times since. Uh, did you watch it again uh, for this, or did you um, did you just yeah. know it? No, oh, did I did watch it. watch it again. I wanted to make sure I had all the images all in the my images, mind. Yeah. <laughs> and did it still hold up? I honestly, I think it was better than any better. time I've ever watched it. I just was having a good time. I was like, this is so good. <laughs> it's. I saw it for the first time. I think I told you I saw it for the first time like years and years ago mm-hmm. for Mystery Science Theatre. And then... I don't really like. I remember watching it for that. I'm not mm. sure I remember much of it. Much. Yeah. I don't sure I remembered it. So when I was rewatching it now, when I watched it last night, it felt like a whole new movie to me. Yeah. Well, that's fun. And it was. I really enjoyed watching it, even though it's like, and it was short as well. Yeah. Because it's only uh, yeah, it's an hour. What an hour? Well, this is saying an hour ten. <laughs> I think it is about an hour ten. They're, they're, taking out everywhere the saying like what, different times <laughs> uh, wikipedia says 70 minutes which is yeah so an hour 10 imdb says an hour 10 and then rotten tomatoes says an hour 14 so i don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> it feels yeah i think it's less than an hour 10 even 
Yeah, because they do have a lot of just long shots at the beginning and end, which don't really feel like part of the movie. You're just like waiting, mm. you know. So okay, let's let's talk through the movie then, and maybe okay. we can see. Like... <laughs> All right, so it opens with like a family lost on a drive, mm-hmm. and there's like lots of scenes of like, uh, like scenes of them driving through like the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. and like set to this like creepy. Je- oh no! First of all, first of all, it starts with them lost on a drive. They pull over somewhere. At, basically, they pull like, over first, and they're like uh-huh. talking, trying to figure out where to go. And that's the first moment you see them, like, dubbed over. Yeah. <laughs> and the dad is so rude. Oh, he's he's a horrible... I hate him. He's I hate him. He's a misogynist. Yeah. You know? <laughs> awful. Yeah. Um, but maybe that's the point, because it's, like... Not the point that he's a misogynist, but maybe the point is that he's awful. Yeah, I... But how does that work in with the rest? Because you shouldn't you be, like feeling sympathy for him but now you just sort of I, th- I don't know if you're supposed to just feel sympathy for the women I suppose that's true I don't know mm. again you've seen this way more than me so <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so like they they start singing row 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 your boat <laughs> it's just not lining up it's not it doesn't yeah. line up <laughs> and they're clearly only singing it because it's free Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> he's like, let's all sing a song together. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and the kid creeps me out in this, I'm sorry. But <laughs> but I think it's because it's like an adult woman's voice. Like, dubbed over it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that, she is kind of creepy. And then all she does is, like, sleep. She's so boring. Yeah. <laughs> she, she is sleep. Like, she's almost like a... Uh, it's weird, but she's almost like a demon child. <laughs> I can see that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just the way she, like, her behaviour in this is so strange. It is fucking weird, like. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, so they, they basically they drive off. They're like, oh, we'll keep, we'll keep going. We're going to try and find the hotel, which is, like, nearby or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, after he gets, like, angry at the kid. Because <laughs> uh, a lot of times he's, like, he's just like, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> She just wants some fucking food. Yeah. Um, and there's this insane music that plays over like all the scenes. I love the music. I love the sort of jazzy vibe of it all. I think it's... It's so 60s. So good. Yeah. I think they need like an it's album like fl- of just the it's music. It's like jazz flute, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And it's really creepy. But like... <laughs> it's never been released, I don't think. No. I think you can find it like on like a specific like website dedicated to manos but i don't think you can download any of it uh, oh no 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 you can it's on spotify let me just it's on spotify check. i'm pretty damn sure that it is because i did i did like a blog about it for uni and i think let me just um <gasps> yes there is manos the hands of fate original soundtrack Family vacation, love inside this magic circle, you know, <laughs> portrait of evil. Are these made up titles? I don't know, but because I remember finding it on that website, and I was like, oh, I can't get this anywhere. And then I just looked it up. Someone's on put Spotify, it on Spotify. Yeah. How many listens has it got, like on average? Does it say? Um, 
I can't see on my phone, I don't think. Let me try and look at my computer. I'm, I'm, I, it can't be more than like a thousand. <laughs> it's like, just like all me. <laughs> it can't be like, but like, you know, it has the monthly listens or whatever. It yeah, can't yeah, be more yeah. than a thousand. That's true. Mouse. Yeah, it came out in 2019. Okay. Uh, is this it? The original soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's all. It doesn't actually say. Yeah, maybe it's even less than. Yeah, it's like zero. <laughs> it's not. I, you know what? I think it is actually like near on zero because it's got not even got like a bar on the plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, it's gonna soon like jump up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so you you must be the only person that loves that music. Like I cannot. No, I think a lot of people, like in the letterbox reviews, I think a lot of people say, oh, the music slaps, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the movie, terrible, the music, that's where it's at. It's really creepy, so maybe it does its job. Um, <laughs> but they, um, so they're driving through like these, uh, the middle of nowhere, and like nothing is going on. <laughs> and apparently that was supposed to be like the opening credits. Yeah. They stuck over there, but they didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, they forgot about it in their four-hour edit. <laughs> we have no time. Let's just put the essentials in. <laughs> um, or everyone was like, I don't want to be credited, please don't. <laughs> um, but they get pulled over by the police for yeah. a, a busted taillight. <laughs> in the funny, like, this really funny scene where he's like, <laughs> the police, he's like, uh, the police policeman's like, uh, don't give me any excuses. I don't want to hear it. I, I, uh, I don't care about anything. It's like, oh, can you just give me a break? It's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> the police are the most useless two people in this entire movie. I know. They really are. <laughs> I mean, they're just like the most accurate police. <laughs> yeah, the true to life, you know. It's very true to life police. <laughs> um, but they go, they're trying to find Valley Lodge. Mm-hmm. And it says, like, there's a sign that says it's 10 miles away. So, they're like, oh, we're close. They follow this path. They follow this path down. They get lost again. They wind mm-hmm. up at this house. Yeah, well, can I say something about this? They, like, go all the way up this thing. And then they're like, let's turn back. And they're yeah. like, well, that was never here before. And that makes me think they've, like, entered a different dimension or, like, a parallel world uh... where these things are. Like, but that's just a thought. I don't know. I that's don't cool. Have, like, that's a, a cool big thought. theory. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. That could make sense. Yeah. It, that's I mean, why Torgo would be there with his his legs. <laughs> yeah, that would make more sense. <laughs> and it makes sense why no one can find them. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but while that's going on, there's like a weird cut to like a these people making out in a car. These like two teen like teenagers. They're supposed to be teenagers. I think. Yeah. Thirty year olds. Yeah. One of them's got a wedding ring on. <laughs> Literally. Um, and I just wrote down, like, because the, the, there's, like, weird cuts in the middle of, like, the shots where they'll be, like, doing something and then it'll cut and they'll be, like, in a completely different position to how yeah. they were in yeah. the middle of them talking. Um, but this is when we first meet Torgo. Yes. Because they pull up that house and he's there and like you said like they they turn back but 
mm-hmm. and they find this space. Um, <laughs> and he's like, the master is away. <laughs> <laughs> um, do we see his legs? We don't see his legs at first, do we? No, we don't see it till he's gone to get the uh, the luggage. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he, but it, it says the master is away, and then it lingers on him, and he's just like shaking. <laughs> yeah, his face, and it's his so face. creepy. It's terrifying. And it's like it lingers beyond, like any time it should. <laughs> yeah, it's not even like an artistic thing. It's just. It's like the full thirty seconds. He, <laughs> yeah. I think all he says is the master is away, and then it just like keeps. The camera on him for thirty. While like, his eyebrows go yeah. crazy, <laughs> his eyebrows are wild. <laughs> they put like little like extra eyebrows, like yeah. On I top. thought so. Yeah. I thought they had to have done something. <laughs> um, and it says, "Is it him that says there's no way out of here?" It must be. Yeah, yeah. There's no way out of here. He um, says it like twice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, he says it. And it like it's like almost like he's repeating it for the yeah. Take. No, they do that a lot in in this specific scene, which is probably my favorite scene. Honestly, there's mm. so it's so chaotic. It's it's wild. It's like the first introduction of like how crazy this movie's gonna be. <laughs> um, and I wrote down that Torgo's a crackhead before I read up about this. <laughs> Pretty accurate. I mean, yeah. Turns out it's LSD, but <laughs> well, everyone was doing it back then. Yeah, clearly, because he was on it apparently <laughs> on it for the entire shoot. <laughs> um, but the family decide they're gonna go inside, and like, mm. Torgo's like, "Fine, you can come in," <laughs> um, but the master's not gonna like it. Yeah. Um, and they go inside, and there's the there's like a they see the painting of the master with his mm. dog, mm. <laughs> and it's so creepy it's terrifying and can i tell you i painted it like i recreated what? it for my stepdad i'll send it's let me show please you please right find because they love it they've got it up like right here <gasps> you're looking straight at <laughs> Jesus, it's huge <laughs> i know i'm like i'm watching it watch me as i talk about it <laughs> but you are a fan anything from us <laughs> can you please post that in the replies <laughs> when we put this up 100 percent, yeah <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny that <laughs> looks like very accurate to it as well oh i had i had it i was like i'm gonna do this as well as i can because i'm not a fucking artist but <laughs> i'm proud of that that is something to be proud of yeah <laughs> For anyone who has seen, it's like a literally exactly how it looks in the, in the film, <laughs> and it's huge. Like, what size is that? Uh, I don't know. Like, not a not a wingspan, but maybe a two thirds of a wingspan. It's pretty, yeah. pretty massive. <laughs> I, I try to make be... it true to size. I thought it was gonna be like a little like postcard <laughs> size or something. No. <laughs> um. But yeah, like then Torgo comes up behind with this little like creepy hand thing, <laughs> and he puts and he posts, he prods them. <laughs> <laughs> and he starts talking about how the master has left this world. Yeah, like he's dead, mm. and they're and then they're like, oh, so he's dead, and he's like, I never said that. What are you yeah. on about? <laughs> Which yeah, 
I mean, he's left this world for the moment. He's just like kind of gone to a, a greater beyond. A deep sleep. Moment. Yeah, deep sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Taking a nap. Mm. <laughs> and <laughs> they go outside and they hear this like wolf noise. <laughs> and the dog runs off. They just let the dog run after it. <laughs> she, the daughter, like pushes the dog off the sofa so he'll go out the door. Yeah, it's just like and really it's the forced. Dog called pop, like puppy or peppy. peppy. It sounds like I wrote it down because oh. it's peppy. Yeah. It sounds like they're saying puppy, and I was like, that's such I know. a stupid name. I know. <laughs> it's peppy. Like, <laughs> right? We got a puppy. What could we call it? Peppy. <laughs> <laughs> so so dumb. creative. Um. But yeah, they hear a wolf noise and they and the, they they just leave the dog to go after it, and then the the, the dad goes into the car and like gets a torch and a gun. <laughs> just what he needs. And he, he's like, and he goes, he's like, get back in the house. <laughs> he's like yelling at the rest of them, and then he goes, he like immediately finds the dog dead. <laughs> yeah. And then the mum's just like crying her eyes out and he's like get yeah. inside now <laughs> yeah but then don't they 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 don't tell the daughter but they sort of they tell do her. they do tell her but they don't tell her do they tell her it's dead you, or without they went saying, away like, yeah they're like yeah but then she keeps asking where it is and it's like oh shut up <laughs> that's what i mean just like very annoyed but they're also <laughs> like they're also not the not very good parents no terrible um because they're, sit- they're sitting they're like oh the dog's dead and then like suddenly the daughter then they wake her up and she's like where's where's peppy and they're, and they're like he's gone he's gone away <laughs> shut up <laughs> go back to sleep yeah um but they want well, they want to leave obviously yeah. at this point but the dad's like insisted it was some kind of like wildlife that killed the dog, mm-hmm. <laughs> which would make sense. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't think there's like a cult out in the woods. I also wouldn't have gone to say with Torgo, but like, <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> as soon as I met Torgo, I was like, "There's no way I'm going to this man's house." <laughs> um, but you find out the master wants the uh, the mother for his wife. Yeah. This is when you find the one. And so does Torgo. And so does Torgo. And Torgo's like creepily caressing her. Yeah, like her hair. He's like, yeah. Oh. And I just wrote down, Torgo, stop. Like, so... <laughs> and he's all sweaty as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I just wondered like, how much of that was just like acting and how much of that was just like he didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> oh, it's so oh. sad. <laughs> They actually um, told him not to do it, and he just starts doing it anyway. <laughs> um, so, but they go to they they go to leave. The car won't start, mm-hmm. and then they find out there's no also no phone. Yeah, for like ten miles or something. Yeah, and she's like ten miles. That must be <laughs> that might as well be ten thousand miles. <laughs> not that bad. Yeah, you could walk it. Um. And immediately they realise Debbie's gone. Debbie the daughter's gone missing. Yeah, <laughs> but she like just she sneaks out right behind them. Yeah, and then they're like, "Where is she?" But the funniest thing is, but when the are you talking like when the mum opens the door, but she doesn't even open it. She just yeah. like 
creaks it open. She's like, nope, she ain't here. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, and they they go to Torgo. Do you know where where she where she is? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> Oh, classic Torgo. And uh, I'd immediately be like, Torgo has taken her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, definitely. But she's like, um, turns out she's run away <laughs> and she brings back another dog. <laughs> she's <laughs> the found. Doberman. She's found. From the photo. Oh yeah, it's the dog from the photo. Yeah. And they're like, Demi, where did you find that dog? <laughs> <laughs> and they, you find out that it's, you see like the master and the women. Mm-hmm. For the first yeah. time, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this is like halfway through the movie. <laughs> um, and talk. This is you only find you see Torgo talking to them, or talking to the master because he like brings, he wakes the master up. I think. Yeah, yeah. And he's like starts saying how. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't. No, he doesn't wake him up at this point. He's just talking to the master. Without him like oh, being away. Oh, he's talking to like the master and the wives. Yeah, yeah, because he's but like creeping on the wives as well. Yeah, he's like, you get all these wives and I don't get one. Yeah, he's like, I want this selfish. one for myself. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and he knocks. <laughs> then he next. The next thing he does is like knock Michael out with the hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And then he's like trying to drag him. Yeah, he just drags <laughs> him and then ties him up. That, yeah, that, um, that's amazing. Ties into a tree, and this is when the master wakes up for the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and he starts doing the whole thing of like praying to Manos. Yeah, um, I love it. Just like a good scene. It's like a nice creepy scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think you're right. The ma- the master is very good in this. Yeah, and that I think his like his prayer scene or whatever. Is very. Uh, I think it's well shot. I think that was yeah. like one really good, mm. genuine part of it. It's probably like the best actor in this. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then, which is interesting. Have you? So you've seen the clip of him in the new one, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He looks so creepy in that. He's pretty terrible. Well, it's because he's all like old and sunken yeah. in and stuff. But it works perfectly for that character. It's also the same year he died, so like. Yeah. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> Adds to the creep factor. Yeah. Um, but then the, all the wives wake up as well, and it, it cuts to this like weird argument scene. <laughs> yeah, and they're fighting for it feels like forever. They fight, you know. Oh, it's so long. They're all debating whether to kill Debbie or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, like people, a lot of people say like, oh, it's really creepy because. Not to get right to the end and spoil it, but you know, Debbie De- mm. becomes uh, one of the wives. Like, oh, it's so creepy. And it's like, well, initially the master was like, no, let's kill the kid. I don't want no kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. So at least he's against child wives. But also, like, it's creepy itself. So, like, it only adds to the creep factor. Like, the whole thing is creepy. Oh, like, 100%. Yeah. None of it's normal. <laughs> no, no. I'm just saying that at least he didn't want. A yeah. child wife. Yeah. But then he still has one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um But yeah, like Torgo they, they the master the master decides that Torgo's failed him and so Torgo mm-hmm. must die. Yeah. Um And the women are talking about how they remember what that the women know what Torgo was saying to them and doing to them. 
which is so creepy. Yeah. It's just like, are they under a like hypnotism or something? It must be. Yeah, like, like they're in a coma, but yeah. they can hear everything. Oh. Yeah, no, that is so gross. And what they so they all attack Torgo, <laughs> like drag him onto. <laughs> But then they just sort of like, like they're like, we're going to kill him. And they're just sort of like slapping him a bit. Yeah. Some of the slaps sound really painful. (laughs) I think he starts bleeding, doesn't he? That's when the master starts bleeding. Yeah. Yeah. Only the master can make him bleed. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But one woman, I think, is it one woman or is it the wife? She wake, someone tries to wake Michael. It must be I one of the women. I think, yeah, it's one of yeah one of the women, and they. No, because he wakes up on his, on his own. Because someone know? comes up to him and starts like whispering something oh, to him. Oh and... yeah yeah yeah, and then he just breaks out of his little yeah torgo tied up trap. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. While this is going on, the women are fighting. They try to kill Torgo, and, uh, the master sets, uh, Torgo's hand on fire. <laughs> Yeah, and like the hands separate. Kill him. There's like there's a, like a weird cut, and suddenly like he's got his ha- like a burnt hand, <laughs> and it's like his his like sleeve is on fire. As yeah, well. the sleeve's on fire, and then there's like a um the master's holding Torgo's hand yeah. on its own like burnt, um, and the master starts beating the women. Yeah, which is awful. Yeah, horrible. We don't scene. need to see that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the family run into the desert. <laughs> they just decide to leave. Smart, and yeah. <laughs> this is really funny to see because they find a snake, <laughs> and the dad shoots it, but the snake <laughs> just sort of slithers away. Or... <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, the funniest thing I read about it is that footage of the snake is not. Uh, it's like stock footage from Disney. Oh my And that's God, why it looks really different to anything else in this movie. Yeah, and that's yeah, why apparently yeah. that's why it's on a, a carpet as well. <laughs> oh my god. So it's supposed to be in the desert and it's on yeah, a carpet. Yeah, yeah. Um but apparently like the footage looks like a lot clearer than yeah. anything else. Yeah, definitely. Um <laughs> and the and the funniest this is the funniest line in the whole movie because like they um Debbie's like complaining, she's like, I want to go home. And, and the dad just goes, Please, Debbie, not now! Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, well, she's fucking annoying. Like, she deserves that. She didn't do anything at that point. She just said, I want to go home. And it's like, Well, what, what do you expect to a little kid that you're dragging <laughs> in a desert? Oh, that's and, true. And the dogs just die. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, that's weird. Oh god! Then the, another really funny scene, like the weirdest scene of like the police come go to the desert, mm-hmm. and they because they hear a gunshot, and they go, they make they go two steps. They go, well, the d- gunshot could be from anywhere. It could be from in Mexico <laughs> for all we know. All right, let's leave. Oh, that is funny. Yeah, they're the fucking worst. They're, and it, yeah, and apparently that's to do with like the fact that they. They didn't have like the lighting or anything to shoot anything else. Then why bother? I know, I know. Uh, Just don't have the police in it at all. It has nothing to it. No, that that and the the couple making out is like, because there's a part where they just like 
put it in again. Like you yeah, see Michael like shot. running, and it's this, and it's like this adds nothing. Why? No. Why is this here? Um, the the couple are only there to like lead the police to these people who are yeah. also there to do nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, what is the point of them? Uh, but this is where it gets interesting because they get back to the house at, or like the air, desert area, and Michael. See, I oh know it isn't the house because Michael shoots the master. Yeah, but nothing happens. happens. <laughs> no, he's just staring at him. Like he just stares at him. You don't see anything, and so you're like, "Oh, what's going on here?" Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to like another day, mm-hmm. and this new car is heading down the same path uh, towards the house, and it looks like everything's kind of like reset. Yeah. Like it's normal. Yeah, like it's all gone back to normal. But then it cuts and you see uh, the all the, uh, the the wife and the daughter are now the wives of yeah. the master. And it cuts to Michael. And he like, comes out of the house and he's like, <laughs> he's now the assistant. He's now I, Torgo. He is the new Torgo. And that just, that is like the best the best ending it is. ever it's, it's a really so good, good ending it's, it's a really so good, good ending. I, it really like, like makes up for the rest of it it does you know i was like oh that's a great ending mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm so impressed by that <laughs> <laughs> i love the full i love when a movie goes full circle like that yeah yeah but then it says then it ends with the end question mark i missed that <laughs> oh yeah it's just like I, oh maybe there's a bit of credits I didn't watch the credits. I, I turned it off off the. Right, and then it's just the end question mark. Setting it up for a sequel got made like fifty years later or whatever. Yeah, like almost. So it'll be fifty. Yeah, wait, more than fifty years later. Yeah. Just, oh, wow, Good timing. <laughs> damn, that's so wild. Yeah. It's one of the longest distances between the sequel, uh, original sequel. <laughs> yeah. And the prequel and sequel came out in the same year. I want to know about this prequel now. What do you well, know anything me... about it? Well, I guess I do cuz let me tell you about this fucking prequel. When I was 14, mm. um I decided for my stepdad's birthday, I was going to write him a prequel. <gasps> Tamanos. And it was about how Torgo became Torgo. Yes. And I specifically wrote it so it was like really like badly made. Like mm. they repeat themselves and shit like that. Yeah. And then four years later the prequel comes out and it's about how fucking Torgo becomes Torgo. Oh. I they stole my fucking idea. They went onto my Google Docs and stole my idea. <laughs> Boo. I know. Boo this man, David Roy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's called, yeah, Mano's The Rise of Torgo. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This doesn't even look good. I don't care, I want to watch it. It doesn't even look enjoyably bad. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like... What? Matt Rogers is Torgo? Shut up. Matt Rogers is like a, a comedian. Really? I don't know. Yeah, this this might just be like a a spoof. But I feel like there's so much legacy to it now. I feel like if anyone made any sort of prequel or sequel or remake, it's just gonna be 
bad. It's like Birdemic too. Like yeah. he only made it because so it would be like so bad and people would buy into that. Yeah, it's like once you're aware of it, it, yeah. it takes away from the the fun of like why it's bad. It's like anything that Tommy Wiseau's done since then. Yeah. I haven't watched any of his other stuff apart from the room because he just, he's just you know too he's doing it. Now. Yeah, it doesn't. It's not fun. Which is like I guess its own kind of anti-cinema, as they no, say. No, it's really but it's, it's just, just kind of boring. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like boringly bad, as opposed yeah. to like funny for the sake. It's like him trying to be funny. Yeah, it's like me on Twitter trying to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't work out. No, no, you're so unfunny on Twitter. <laughs> Um. So this came out in. T- oh, I'm I'm so fascinated by this now. I do. I think I do need to watch it as well. <laughs> wow. There's baby Torgo, toddler Torgo, and Torgo. That's amazing. That sounds so terribly good. You know. I know. I I, I need to look this up and find it somewhere. There's uh, also uh there's a. I think it's on like thirty minute documentary called Hotel Torgo, and I watched I watched it years ago, but I remember not liking it. But oh. I can't remember a fucking thing that was about. I guess it was about the making of it or something, but I just remember being so bored. Yeah. You know. What What is it about Torgo you think that like people love so much? I think because he is just such a, you don't really see that like, <laughs> le- a legitimately just bonkers guy yeah you know just turn his thing being creepy being sweaty having yeah. weird legs and weird <laughs> eyebrows <laughs> i do you know like how much was intentional do you know anything about it i i don't know i don't think anyone it's not we don't know really enough about it. can really know how intentional a guy who is on LSD acting like that was... Yeah, that's you know true. What I, I mean, mean, how much was written into it that was, like, supposed to be like that? And Um... I can't say for sure. I will, we'll have to look at the scripts. Mm. It's... It's very weird. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's so strange. Ugh, what a strange, strange movie. It's so interesting. That's what makes... It's like a cult movie. Like, people love it because... Of all the backstory and the lore and whatever, and that's what makes it so good. Yeah, I think the well. backstory really adds to it, and like Definitely. everything around it. Um, there's so much to it as well. Ugh, I can't believe how how much trivia there is to this movie. <laughs> I know. But then sometimes you think like, oh, is is any of or is 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 all of this really true, or is it just like added in because it, anything goes at this point? Like it could have been anything. <laughs> yeah. Tom, it's crazy though. Tom Naiman. Yeah. Oh, the master. That's the master. Yeah. He says he painted that portrait. Ooh. So he did a self-portrait. Cool. And uh, I think they did it because there's a shot in it of him and the dog. Um, I think they might have painted it after they shot it because you don't see like you don't really, you don't see the the husband and wife actually in shot with it. Oh. But that's what I just because I remember looking at his hair and being like, "That's so specifically exact that you couldn't recreate that." Yeah. So yeah. Possibly then. And it says Torgo was originally named Igor. Makes sense. Which makes sense, yeah. 
It's a little bit too on the nose, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Torgo's a great name. Yeah. I just love that he was supposed to be half man, half goat. And then, <laughs> and then he just, like, dropped that. It's the way he sort of, like, dances around with the legs on as well. Mm. Or when, like, you know, he's, like, taking out the, the suitcases and he's, like, the master does not want you to stay here. You have to go. And I was like, well, why are you helping them in, buddy? Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, have you seen the Mystery Science Theatre version? Yeah. Okay. D- d- were you annoyed by it? I just generally like any time time I've watched any of the other episodes, like I'm enjoying it and having fun. But I feel like this just is I don't want to say better than like it. It how do I describe it? I just don't like the the mystery science theater version because I feel like they're being too just too jokey, and it's like mm. well, take it a bit seriously, <laughs> which I know isn't the point of the show. I just I feel like it deserves so much more. What what is it that you think? What 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 do you think makes it deserve so much more than like? I just feel like you're not getting enough of the movie with them always talking over it. Like I feel like you're missing out on shit. Mm. But I don't. But do you not think that with all of the other movies as well? Then. No, just Manos. Just I have a lot of. Why specifically? I feel like it just is so good. It's a comfort movie. It just makes me happy. it deserves the world. It's more than oh. Mystery Science Theater. But at the same time, Mystery Science Theater made it big again. And I probably wouldn't have heard of it if it wasn't. That's true. I don't think anyone would have been aware of it. Because <laughs> <laughs> like before 93, I don't think anyone was talking about it, really. No, definitely not. Um, oh, God. I'm just looking at the FAQ. <laughs> yeah, this is where I saw the uh, the Tarantino thing. Just, yeah. uh, about the print and it says no it's just an urban legend oh, that pains me the person but... behind the restoration asked him about it and he said he hadn't even seen the movie I hope he's seen it now he... yeah he must I I don't know if I believe that he hasn't seen it mm, he does seem like because he loves his references yeah. seems like he would have watched it just to yeah. see if he can get anything from it mm-hmm and what's this? It says Torgo. Is Torgo a satire? Satire? S A T Y R. I don't know how to oh, say that. Oh, like a. a Seder? Seder, yeah. It says he was only intended to be one, but it was scrapped after the first draft of the screen. I can't believe it was more than one draft, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, he was intended to be a hunchback type deformed henchman. Uh, a literal hunchback was considered too cliche and overdone, so they went with knees instead. <laughs> Yeah, the next best thing. I think it was great because it makes it does make him stand out as like a henchman. Yeah, it just makes him seem like a. I don't want to say like a weird guy, but I don't know. He yeah, he's different. You yeah. can see that, and it's good. <laughs> I wish it had ended with Michael having those legs. <laughs> that would so, but then that was sort of says that like, he's just always had those legs. Yeah, that means that he's, he's always just been like that. <laughs> That's true. I never thought of that. <laughs> um, yeah, Michael should have had because Michael has like the tone of voice at the end. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he obviously takes on the character, and he's like taking on the characteristics, everything about him, but without. He's the knees. got the spirit, yeah, just yeah. not the knees. <laughs> and they don't—they just look like he's got big knees, like yeah. Big, the tree just looks like he's got big knees. <laughs> <laughs> 
just looks like they're protruding out. Like, <laughs> like he needs to go to the hospital right yeah, now. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so other than that, what do you have to do? Uh, what What about this do you really want to defend specifically that we haven't talked I, about? I just, I just think that it gets too much hate. If you actually just watch it without Mystery Science Theater, decide for yourself. Mm. Uh, look at it objectively like oh you know this this works this is i just want everyone to love it as much as i do i just I have so much love for it i don't i don't even yeah. feel like i should have to defend it i feel like people should just watch it <laughs> and love it <laughs> and that's that it's kind of like a movie where it's like how how do you even defend it itself because it's so wild yeah, like there's not there's, you can't like it's you ever love it or hate it yeah sort of thing. i i I'm very, very aware of how bad it is, but I still had such a fun time watching it. Yeah, like, it's it's like The Room, you know, people say, oh, yeah. it's so terrible, but you're enjoying it. You're yeah, in... you have a lot of fun watching it. You're in on the joke a bit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, th- like, this is more fun than a lot of movies that I watch on a regular mm-hmm. basis. It's, it's more fun than a movie that's, like, trying too hard to be take itself yeah. seriously. They were just doing their thing. They are like, let's win this bet. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and so obviously he did win the bet then. Um, yeah, I don't... Did he win anything for it or was it just like What pride? was the bet? Yeah, I was going to say, what was the bet for? Was it for 19 grand? <laughs> I can't remember, honestly. I just know because he used to be like a... Like an extra actor. And then he always ran into like that screenwriter. And then he was just like talking shit about how easy it is to make a film. And he's like... Oh, you really think so? Do yeah. it. It's under twenty grand, and he oh, proved them right. You know. Yeah, yeah. Or proved them wrong. <laughs> no, you, I think he. I think he did it. So, yeah. um, I'm trying to read about this. Is what's an explanation of the ending? After the master burns off Torgo's hand, and Torgo runs away, uh, Michael and his family are put under a spell so my master can control them. Michael is chosen to take over Tor- for Torgo. Yeah. Uh. Oh, but it does say the director had Torgo run off screen because on the off chance the film was successful, so Torgo could be part of the sequel. Nice. So nice. Torgo was always intended to come back. <laughs> Torgo lives. He's, he's still in those uh, deserts, <laughs> running one about. Hand, <laughs> one hand and big knees. <laughs> Poor guy. I think you should write a sequel to, to the Torgo uh movie hell like, yeah, yeah I'm I a will. Torgo. like see let's see what would happen <laughs> uh, now you've you've written the prequel i think you somehow need to make that as well i'll try my hardest can do you still have it <laughs> yeah 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 we should do a reading of it <laughs> let me see i don't mean right now I don't mean we should oh, okay it. thank god <laughs> no i mean we should stage a reading of it we did a hundred percent. That would be fun. We gotta get all our characters. Can I be Torgo? Yeah, uh, yeah. Yes. I think I started where he had like a different name, and then he becomes Torgo. But he was like a he was like a businessman who just wanted to get out of town. <laughs> he, like driving down Route sixty six because I was really into that at the time. Yeah. And then, oh no, he wasn't. No, he didn't have a different name. He, he, I thought he had a different name, but the guy, he was still Torgo, but the guy who was the the Torgo before Torgo was called Hansel. Oh. 
Hansel. Yeah. Hansel. I don't know, like Hansel and Gretel. I can't remember why I chose that name. It should be H- Hansel. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. Um. Cool. So, all right. Uh, do you have anything else that you want to talk about with with this movie, or should we move on to the final segment? Um. I just want to say I think everyone should watch it. Yes. That's, that's all I have to say. Please watch this movie. Please. It, it's so easy to find. You just go on, literally yeah. go onto YouTube. It's there under like five different versions. They're all in HD. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So for the final segment then, we're mm-hmm. going to talk about the reverse of this. And I'm very curious to hear your opinion because you're a film student or you were a okay. film student. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have a reverse of this, which is um, a movie that is widely loved by critics and fans that you think is a bad movie okay this is a difficult question because i love like everything obviously well there's nothing i'd say like is really good that i'm like this is trash but i do have a couple that i just find boring which Mm. are notting hill (laughs) don't give couldn't give two shits about that um okay we need to talk about kevin i like I guess mm. but it just makes me really sad and upset and it made me I used to hate it so I'm like oh this is so bad yeah but it was just because it just made me sad yeah um possibly controversial but the original Chains- Texas Chainsaw Massacre I don't hate it but I think the second one is just like a masterpiece and it makes the original look like dog shit I think it'd be interesting to talk about that, given that it's another like low budget horror movie. Yeah. So I think that's just what I like. But yeah, no. Um, do you want to talk about that one, or do you want to talk about Notting Hill? Unless you got something else. <laughs> uh, yeah. Talk about talk about the the Texas. Okay. One. So okay. what what do you hate about the original then? Well, it's not that I hate it. I feel I was just bored watching it. And I guess it's because I sort of, because like so many movies that came after it sort of copied it yeah. in a way or, you know, got a lot of inspiration from it. I just thought watching the original, I was like, yeah, this is, this is, this is fine. This mm. is. Um, when did you see it? 15 years old, maybe. Yeah. So okay. maybe if I rewatched it, I'd appreciate it more, but. Oh, you only seen it the one time? Yeah. Okay. No, but no, then... the, the reason I was asking him was because I was like, I wonder how scared you were while watching it. But like 15, you're probably fine. No, I was just like, eh, this is, <laughs> it is what it is. And then I saw the sequel because... I've never seen the I... sequel. <gasps> it is so good. It's so like camp. And it's so, it's just so entertaining. And I feel like it's got a more entertaining story because it's not just about... Um, just killing these these people or whatever you've mm. got you sort of you have fun with it you see them having fun down in their little underground basement and stuff yeah. and it's so it's i just have a good time watching it but generally like i like most films i don't think there's any like considered like great films and i'm like oh this is yeah this is terrible i think like everything has its merits i want to hear about notting hill now because like such a snooze fest i don't even it just i hate that it's so like well regarded or whatever i'm just like why this is like this i've uh, never liked notting hill 
I'm not. I don't like Richard Curtis movies. And I love. I love like romance and all that. And I love um, Hugh Grant and and Julia. Is it Julia Roberts? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I fucking love them. Yeah. But I was just like so bored. So bored. (laughs) I don't like Richard Curtis's like rich white romance movies. I think they're so boring. Yeah, and I feel like they don't really hold up either. No. Just like. Again. And the way he writes dialogue, I feel like nobody talks like that, and it really, it really bothers yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. He, he writes it in a way that he thinks people talk, and <laughs> yeah. it's so, it's such a like upper upper middle class, like. Yeah, but it feels like it was from like the time of like Pride and Prejudice, like that kind of talk. You know what I mean? Like it's just yeah. like no one's no one's that formal or no one's that. It's like, did you ever watch Dawson's Creek? I've seen like a couple of episodes. Yeah, and they're like 14 or 15 and they speak like they're educated adults in every fucking sentence. And you're like, you don't speak like that. Mm. But I do love Dawson's Creek. I'll defend that with my life. It makes me think of Gilmore Girls as well. (laughs) Yeah, exactly like that. I love Gilmore Girls too. (laughs) But yeah, no, that exact, like, it's just not embarrassing. It's a bit cringe. Yeah, it is. It, it's, I just, I hate when dialogue is, like, tr- too try-hard. Yeah, you can tell that it's a script. Mm. You know it's what It's the I same mean. reason I don't like Juno, and people love Juno. I like Juno. I haven't seen it in a while, but I do like it. <laughs> I don't like, I don't like that, that weird dialogue that she uses. This, yeah, it's just specifically, like, average like teenagers or whatever you're like no one speaks it, i would be embarrassed to speak like that do you know yeah. what i mean yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> but okay so yeah nothing hill it, itself it's like oh, i've never liked it i think it's a very boring movie yeah and i don't get why i get so much hype i don't but because it's it's like so many others i think he's even like even in saying I don't like his movies, I think his other ones are better than Notting Hill. Yeah. I think it might yeah. be his worst one. Definitely. Um, although Love Actually, I don't know if that's still hot. Love Actually is like creepy now, looking back on it. There's a lot yeah. of like really problematic stuff problematic in Problematic as fuck, yeah. <laughs> um, but even it's, but you're having fun at least. It's a bit of a yeah. comedy as well. You're not like bored with the character. Yeah, I'm never bored watching Love Actually. Whereas yeah. like, Notting Hill, I was bored. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, not a good movie. And whereas this, and whereas bringing it back to this, Manos, I was never bored watching this. Yeah, you're having fun. It, it keeps, you're never like, oh, when is this over? Apart from maybe when the, the wives are fighting and it's just going on a That's bit. the one scene, yeah. But even that's not very long. It, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. It like, just goes on in terms of like this movie, but like itself, it's not a very long scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's, it's a, and this is just like, so wild you're just constantly like where is this gonna go <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can't you can't see what's gonna happen at the end you don't think michael is gonna come to go at the end yeah you know it's just good times <laughs> yeah okay so this has been a lot of fun uh yeah. thank you so much for doing this thank how, you for having me how can we find you online and do you have anything you'd like to promote um just twitter at motel cowgirl um that's like it's not a reference to anything i just love sam shepherd and that's his sort of vibe uh, um 
promote, uh, go watch my video essay on movie yeah. notebook or notebook movie. Um, it's called Americana on the Road to Paris, Texas. Cool. And it's fun. I'll I put, think, I'll put anyway. it in the notes if you send me the link. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for doing this, Kat. Thanks. That's the end of the podcast. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a review and rate us on iTunes so we can end up making more episodes. And I'll see you next week for more movies that critics got wrong.